0: This podcast is proudly brought to you by Soul Street Coffee. Start your day with a smile. You can visit them at www.soulstreetcoffee.com. And Anchor, the premier podcast hosting platform. Are you interested in launching your own podcast? Please visit them at (laughs) anchor.fm. The Walk is your source for the best coverage of Ole Miss sports. You can follow our good friend, Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie, and you can follow The Rebel Walk on Twitter at The Rebel Walk. Be sure to check out their website at www.therebelwalk.com. Head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. This is the incredible story of Walker's demanding, provocative, bitterly fought career, and the most miraculous comeback of all time. Now the hardest fighting fight in Texas Aggie who ever lived reveals his life as the on-field general inside the cold-blooded arena of college football. Join fans now in discovering the most disturbingly fascinating career in NCAA history with the youngster who lived it, including unique stories of a superb high school coach and the all-time game changers for Aggie football, the Wishbone Gang. Walker is the only college-level quarterback to ever publish a book based on his experiences in amateur athletics, and remains the youngest starting college athlete ever. He held the single-season passing record at Sulphur High for 40 years and the single-game QB rushing record at Texas On for 35 years, a true dual-threat quarterback. Enjoy the flavor of Southwest Louisiana and the adopted Texas swagger in his unique voice as he takes you down a one-of-a-kind path you could never imagine possible in the modern era of college football. In so doing you will uncover what may be the greatest amateur sports story of all time. We are pleased to be partnered with our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization I'm Changing the Narrative. The mission of I'm Changing the Narrative is to promote positive mental health and good love for yourself and others to serve as an inspiration for students, professionals and parents to create an individual legacy of purpose, passion and platform. Rachel speaks to athletes about taking back the headlines for good, showing them that they have the power to change the narrative and to find their purpose in life outside of their sport. To live lives of purpose, passion and platform. Just like her inspiration, Alabama and NFL star, Kevin Turner did before he succumbed to ALS and CTE. For more information please visit www.iamchangingthenarrative.org. Welcome into our off-season miniseries for the Southeastern Conference 2020 season. Hi everyone. I am Summer, and I want to thank you for joining us. I am pleased to be joining Kenneth as we prepare to cover the 2021 season in the best conference in college football. In this mini-podcast series, we will look back and get a big-picture perspective about each team's season in 2020 and then do a deeper dive into their numbers with our new and improved databases. In Part 1, we will look back at how each team finished the 2020 season and highlight some players that signed in recruiting or the transfer portal. Think of National Signing Day whether in December or February like the NFL Draft and the transfer portal like NFL Free Agency. In Part 2, after we have gone back through the entire 2020 season, we will have a report card for each team in several key categories. In this episode, we will be looking at the 2020 Kentucky Wildcats.
1: And let's get started with the Kentucky Wildcats. But before I do, I also want to say a hello to my good friend, Miss Cynthia. She is a huge University of Kentucky fan and always follows um, a lot of the things that we post on Twitter. So, Miss Cynthia, you know we've had this discussion uh, about your Kentucky Wildcats. So, let's just jump right into it. The Kentucky Wildcats finished four and six in their 10 games in the SEC in 2020. And I felt like, if I'm going to be completely candid and honest here, that Mark Stoops, head coach for the um, Wildcats there, um, really missed a golden opportunity to... Uh, get his young quarterbacks ready for the 2021 season like we saw Vanderbilt do with their young quarterback, like Missouri did with their young quarterback. This was a perfect opportunity to, especially down the stretch in those last four or five ball games of the season, to just let your young quarterbacks battle it out and see which one of those uh, two young men could potentially be the starting quarterback going into the 2021 season with a lot of snaps against some high caliber opponents underneath his belt. And Coach Stoops, um, loyal to a fault to uh, Terry Wilson, who battled back from a devastating knee injury uh, the year prior But initially, I thought that the injury was um, what held uh, Terry Wilson back, but it wasn't. It was his inability to uh, make plays down the field uh, behind a really good offensive line, because if you look at his rushing numbers, um, he was healthy enough to run, uh, so why wasn't his um, passing um, numbers a little bit? better and that's just because for for me two things really one his inability to complete passes down the field and two the lack of having any significant playmakers at the wide receiver position to help out their quarterback let's take a look at the Kentucky Wildcat offense and as I said when you have inconsistency at the quarterback position, you're going to have inconsistencies in scoring the ball. Last year, the Kentucky Wildcats had four games where they scored over 30 points. And they also had five games where they scored 14 or less points in that ball game. You can see why they went four and six. Let's take a look at some of the uh, teams that they had some success against and how did they fare in those ball games. In the games where they scored over 30 points, a loss to Ole Miss, a win against Tennessee, win against Vanderbilt, and Bookmark that win against Vanderbilt. I'll come back to that when we get to talking about the Kentucky Wildcat defense. And a win against South Carolina. You can guess how they deal when they, uh, they scored less than that number. That's correct. They, they, they lost all five games. This Kentucky Wildcat offense on the season in those 10 conference games averaged 21.7 points per game. Not going to get it done in the SEC where you're going to be going up against uh, some high caliber offenses like a Florida, like an Alabama, like an Ole Miss, where you're going to need to put up 30 plus points in that ball game to give yourself an opportunity to win. Averaging 21.7 is not going to get it done. We talked about the uh, inconsistency at the quarterback position. In this day and age of um, college football, completing less than 60% of your passes, it is subpar to say the least. Kentucky, 59.5% completion percentage. Only 1,244 yards in ten ball games from their passing offense. And two hundred and thirty nine of those came in week one against Auburn. You have performances like 73 yards against Mississippi State. Yes, a ball game that they won, but still that, that's just terrible. Against Missouri. Five for 14, 35.7% completion percentage, 50 yards. You could see 50 yards passing on a single drive from some teams. That's that's just not going to get it done. Against Georgia, 15 for 25, 60% completion percentage, 91 yards. Against Florida, 10 for 19, 52.6% completion percentage, 62 yards passing. This team averaged 124.4 yards per game through the air. If this team could not run the ball, they were going to lose, and there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. This team, on average, almost 39 rushing attempts per game, 187 yards on the ground per game. Behind, like I said, a really good offensive line. Average 4.6 yards per carry. That's extremely respectable in the SEC. Yards per play and total offense. Total offense, 311.8 yards per game. Not going to get it done. Five yards per play. Okay, but that's why you're going to finish with about, 500 record in conference play because you can't make any explosive plays on the offensive side of the ball this team did an okay job of not committing turnovers 12 turnovers on the season um, six of those came in two ball games uh three against auburn in the season opener and the next to the last game of the season against florida they had uh three turnovers so in the other Eight remaining ball games, only six turnovers. You're able to stay in ball games when you're not turning the ball over. Let's turn the page to the Kentucky Wildcat defense. And you know, when I said for their offense, uh, inconsistency at the quarterback position will lead to inconsistent scoring. Well, when you get inconsistencies on defense, you're going to have a sub. 500 record, and that's what we saw. Five games for the Kentucky Wildcats defense where they gave up 20 points or less. Four games where they gave up 30 points or more. Inconsistency all the way around, and that's the best way to describe the 2020 uh, Kentucky Wildcat team. Just a very inconsistent ball club on offense and on defense let's take a look at um, their numbers. Defense gave up on average 26.4 points per game. So they had a negative 4.7 scoring differential. And mind you, this is where they held Mississippi State, um, basically got a safety and Tennessee scored seven points and they still gave up almost If we take those two games out, let's take a look. They gave up almost 32 points per game. So inconsistencies on offense, inconsistencies on defense. Their opponent's completion percentage was almost 60, uh, let's round it up, 66%. They gave up 220 yards per game through the air, another 167 on the ground Gave up 5.7 yards per play. Like I said, about the middle of the pack. Forced 19 turnovers, but I'm going to put a huge star around that because in three ball games they came up with 14 turnovers. Six against Mississippi State, four against Tennessee, and in the season finale, four against South Carolina. So... When you're getting 14 um, turnovers in three ball games, you're not a consistent defense as far as turning the ball over. So, no mistaking about it. This this team just um, did not um, give you a consistent performance week in and week out. Let's take a look at um, what um, the Kentucky Wildcats was able to do in recruiting and the transfer portal. Um, We talked about um, needing to upgrade at the quarterback position. And this is something that I've said on Twitter for um, a couple of months leading into recruiting that they needed to recruit a uh, true freshman and bring in somebody through the transfer portal. They absolutely did both of those things Incoming three-star by 24/7 Sports, um, Kaya Sharon, local kid out of Somerset, Kentucky, six foot, um, almost six foot four inch, uh, 200-pound pro-style quarterback, and through the transfer portal, uh, coming from Penn State, Will Levis, six foot four, 220-pound pro-style quarterback. This Kentucky Wildcat offense is going to look vastly different from the one that we saw in 2020. they are bring in passing game coordinator from um, the Los Angeles Rams to be their OC. He's gonna um, bring a lot of three wide receiver sets. Um, because that's what the Rams have ran since Sean McVay um, took over as the head coach there with the Rams. So expect to see a lot of three wide receiver sets um, from the Kentucky Wildcats this fall. The biggest name that they are going to be bringing in is also a local kid who is transferring back closer to home from Nebraska. And that's Wandale Robinson, five uh, foot nine hundred and seventy. Um, 75 pound uh wide receiver gonna make an immediate impact not only in the uh passing game but I expect to see him on some special teams maybe as their uh punt returner and look also to see him get some um carries out of the backfield kind of not like a wildcat but just maybe some um, some jet sweeps uh screens um just anything that they can do to get the ball in this young man's hands. Also another incoming transfer that a lot of people are not talking about, but from Michigan State, and that's Trayvon Morgan. Six foot six, two hundred and fifteen pound wide receiver. You talk about a large catch radius. This is what this um quarter um this is what this wide receiver is gonna give to whoever is gonna be the starting quarterback. Uh, for the University of Kentucky. A guy that you can throw a lot of jump balls up to, and he's definitely going to be able to, um, hopefully for the Wildcats, come down with a lot of those um, 50-50 balls. A name that you want to maybe, I'll give you two names, that you want to look out for on the Kentucky defense that they're bringing in um, one, both of them um, play um, defensive end out of Columbus, Ohio. Jamarcus Dinkins, six foot six, two hundred and fifty-five pound um, defensive end, and from the Huntsville, Alabama area, Khalil Saunders, six foot five, two hundred and sixty pound uh, defensive end. Kentucky needs to be able to get pressure on the quarterback and in doing so will hopefully help this defense um, improve in some of those consistency numbers. Um, Another uh, young man that they're bringing in on the offensive side of the ball and you want to talk about the influence of having a guy who coached in the NFL and wanting to have some diversity in the offense wide receiver out of Pleasant Grove, Alabama, six foot three, 190 pound, four star wide receiver, Christian Lewis. This is a name that uh, Wildcat fans, you need to get very familiar with, um, not only in the 2021 season, but hopefully in 22 and 23 as well. Um, This young man um, has wheels, and can definitely provide you with a spark. And like I said, with them going to a lot of three and four wide receiver sets, um, I would not be surprised to see uh, Christian Lewis uh, make his way on the field, uh, whether it's in a um, rotation role, or um, potentially as a, a starting wide receiver. They also brought in a number of offensive linemen to replace some of the guys that they're losing. And this team um, very underrated as um, an offensive line. I know that they um, lost their um, offensive line coach to uh, cancer uh, throughout this um, during this uh, season. And um, I still expect that this Kentucky Wildcat team will still be able to produce um, high caliber offensive linemen just because that's the style of play that Mark Stoops uh, wants to coach. And looking forward to seeing uh, some of those uh, young men develop. Uh, Jagger Burden is gonna be the name that I'm gonna single out here. Six foot four, 270 um, pound uh, interior lineman, rated as a, high-level four-star recruit right there out of the Lexington, Kentucky area. So uh, being able to keep some of that homegrown talent there in Kentucky and dipping into um, Ohio is going to be something that is going to help build this Kentucky uh, program because what you want to do is you want to get the kids who wanted to go to Ohio State but there wasn't a slot there for them and just Pluck them down into Kentucky. Um, you can sell the parents on being able to see uh, their son or their grandson play. And it's just a short drive across the um, Ohio and Kentucky state line there into um, Lexington. So um, want to see how does uh, Coach Stoops do in this 2021 season coming up. But I just gave you a few names to be on the lookout for in this season coming up.
0: we hope that you have enjoyed this special episode as we get ready for the 2021 college football seasons. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. By giving us a five-star rating helps to get the word out about the show. Be sure to head over to Amazon and pick up a copy of our good friend David Walker's book, I'll Tell You When You're Good. Please give a follow to our good friend Ole Miss Evie on Twitter at Ole Miss Evie and her fantastic site at The Rebel Walk. We are also proud to support our dear friend Rachel Barbo and her organization, I'm Changing the Narrative. For more information please visit www.imchangingthenarrative.org be sure to check our good friends at whitwell sports their mission is simple to provide the best product and service to their customers they take great pride in their company their commitment to customer service and in the product they sell their website is www.whitwellsports.com. you can also follow them on twitter at title towel be sure that catch Kenneth breaking down the game of the week in the SEC on the Southern Gentleman Sports Show with the Georgia Dog, Pac-12 Dave, Nullcore, Irish Bill, Tiger Mike, and Ms. Callie Cash on the ticket 850 where you can stream the show at www.wearsportsradio.com. Also be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at time underscore advantage. In closing, we want to say thank you for listening to this preview for this weekend's games. And remember whether it is the NFL, the NBA, the NHL, or the SEC and Mid-America Conferences in college football because we are the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network and we are here to help you find your sports advantage. For Kenneth and the entire team here at the Crunch Time Sports Advantage Network, this is Summer and a wonderful day everybody.